Hey Carl, do you remember the time we had a Sam when we were ready to record a podcast? We both are. When will our Sam return from war? Is it not five minutes? I feel like being addicted to Pringles isn't the worst thing. These Pringles don't kill you that quickly. Depends on what you eat a day, really. Yeah, if you're eating more than like a tube every two days, it's A, not an addiction, and B, that's, all really, that's the healthy level at best. Hello and welcome to Waka Wrestling Podcast number three. We are on the better side of WrestleMania, I'd say. It was a long, long weekend. It really, really was. Did we enjoy it, boys? Was it worth it? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't worth the hangover. But the five-day hangover. I'm good. I still personally think it was probably one of the best WrestleManias in the past ten years. It, yeah, definitely. I'd say. I'd argue 30 and 31 topped it, but I'd, I'd it's 31. definitely a third in my eyes. It's yeah, a, I think it's, it's better there. than 30. It's up there. And we went home happy. That's why I'm three baby face wins. That's why I'm putting it a little bit higher than 30 because I actually left with what, you what wanted. I wanted to happen happen. And for the yeah, first time, Sam fell over and bumped his head. Yeah, yeah Sam, Sam did miss his chair completely and smack his head up in fireplace. It was absolutely genius. But. It was an eight-hour show where I didn't leave annoyed at the fact I'd watched an eight-hour show. And for me, I thought the actual main show, once it got off, it flew. It did, yeah. To be yeah. Fair, I, didn't I, feel I like I was like sitting that. there for the five hours watching the wrestling. Honestly, if the the only down, down a note I can pick out from it is that the women's match ended really weirdly. Yeah, there but is that. there's discussions as to whether that was a botched plan finish, yada, yada. Let's not get into the negativity. Well, Wrestling's good, boys. <laughs> what, what annoyed, the only thing that really annoyed me after, like, obviously it was a botch, it happens quite often in wrestling, you know, you can't get everything paired with all the time. But the referee was who got fined, he got fined like 10 grand. Yeah, it, yeah, I heard something about that, he got fined. For the mess up when it was apparently Ronda who put her arms up when and the ref just counted, but he'd been apparently been told to end the match. So I think the fine is due to him being in the wrong position, but having seen the position the referee was in if the referee's in the right position to see both shoulders are down he's blocking the hard count well that, yeah that's, that's what I thought he's, he's in the catch 22 yeah and I feel like if he hadn't done that count and he hadn't made that three count he probably would have been in more trouble for not counting the pin to the main event yeah. of the match yeah. so really it's kind of like they put I know it wasn't obviously on, on like a personal vendetta base with the female wrestling but Ronda and Becky, they kind of put him in a quite crap situation where he wasn't really going to walk away from it. Yeah. This is why Charlotte is the best woman on the roster. (laughs) I mean, wrestling-wise, I'd I'd agree with you. Yeah, technically, (laughs) she is the best wrestler, but she doesn't hold two champions. She's not Becky Two Belts. No, she's not Becky Two Belts, and Becky Two Belts is doing really quite well for substances but she's no Ultimo Dragon yeah, really <laughs> also let's talk about uh, Kofi Kofi Mania baby we so knew it was going to happen so but happy. it still didn't take away from the moment no but, but did we know it was going to happen because yeah. the whole Vince thing like, yeah it had to happen but the whole Vince thing you could have seen him coming out and being like well if you beat Kevin Owens after this match then yeah you can be the champion but 
Yeah, the fact that Owens wasn't in the Andre Battle Royal or anything. <laughs> well, we'll have a proper talk about it. We'll run through the card now and have a little chat about the matches that were on. Cool. Uh, just give a quick kind of what our opinion on them were. Um, we had Tony Nese defeating Buddy Murphy. Didn't see that coming, but I don't watch 205 Live, so... No, I didn't see it coming either, but apparently people who do watch 205 said it was quite obviously going to happen. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that, but from a non-205 viewer's perspective, like, Buddy Murphy should have kept that Cruiserweight Championship for years. Unless he comes up to the main roster now. Yeah, but then... See, Buddy Murphy, for me, was one of the only reasons I really enjoyed watching the 205 segments and 205 matches when he came onto the card, was because I really like Buddy Murphy. I know you're wrong with you like Tony Nese, but I don't think he's going to draw as well as Buddy I'm not a massive Tony Nese fan, I just think I've it's very I've got eight brilliant. reasons that you should be a fan of Tony Nese, and they're on his abs. Carmella won the Women's Battle Royal, eliminating Sarah Logan. I've seen a lot of hate about this result, and I'm I'm alright with it, I like Carmella. I, I like was... Carmella, but Sarah Logan needed the win more Sarah than Logan Carmella Sarah Logan for me, did. yeah, I thought... Well, it, but it's one of those where... Until it got down to the last two, no one thought or wanted Sarah Logan to win that battle royal. It was yeah, only when I it think was it's because everyone forgets how good Sarah Logan actually is. Like, yeah, she she is up there as, as one of the best, like better female wrestlers on the roster. Yeah, I recommend you go to ICW's YouTube page and watch Crazy Mary Dobson, which was Sarah Logan yeah. before the career, against Jimmy Havoc versus somebody else that I can't remember the name of. But yeah, I thought she... The fact that they gave Carmella the win was obviously because it's the hometown victory. But they, as we'll get onto in a minute, they already did that. And I don't think they needed to do it twice. But I think Sarah Logan personally should have won. I think she's an excellent woman. The fact they gave Dana Brooke a decent one yeah. in that match. I just, I don't, I don't like all the stuff on Twitter about how Sarah Logan should have won the Battle Royal. Because no one was talking about it before it. And it was only when she got put in a position where maybe she could have won that people went, yeah, Sarah Logan needs to win this. And it's like, okay, but... Oh, yeah, I do agree that she, I don't think she needed to win it. <clears throat> but I think her little one there proved that she probably could have and should have won it. But that's the thing. She could have won it, which is good enough. She shouldn't have won it because then, like, what does that do? It's, it's going to break up the Riot Squad, probably. If I think Ruby's, that's going Anyway, yeah. with the superstar shake-up, which we'll get onto in a bit. But right. uh, next, we have the most feel-good of the hometown victories: Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder defeating the Revival. Not happy about this. I mean, I love the Revival. Dash Wilder deserves everything <laughs> that it good in his life. But yeah, I think Kurt Hawkins needed to break the streak. Whether it was this or the Andre Battle Royal, it should have been the Andre. It was. It was the right time. It was the right place. It was the just against match. the wrong opponents. It, for me, it should have been the battle royal. You should have eliminated Braun and got... No, I mean, I like the fact that they've done it with the tag team titles, because then it's like 10 years or 11 years apart between the Major Brothers winning and... Uh, it wasn't the Major Hawkins Brothers. Oh, it was, they were as... Yeah, it was as Hawkins and Ryder. But, like, I think the match was the right match to do it in. It was just the wrong opponents. It should be uh, Gable and Rude. Don't yeah. give... The revival yeah. like a month rain and then have them lose it because you need them to look strong because they are the and best. Don't mess with Dash Wilder. Yeah, yeah, apparently punching someone who invades the ring and attacks an old man in the face does not earn you any better standings in WWE. It just means that you're going to lose your titles. Yeah. 
After that, <coughs> we had Braun Strowman winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, last eliminating a TV presenter. Yep. I mean, it was going to happen. Yeah. They brought Luke Harper back <laughs> for <laughs> nothing. No, we, they did brought him back for something, and that was so he could kill Ali with oh. a bump to the uh, the announce table on the outside, which was absolutely horrific. It was. Oh, it was nasty. It was lot, but, yeah. but apparently Braun did box that. The originally when they were struggling to do the suplex, Braun had walked away and gone and obviously like interacted with another wrestler, and. He, Luke Harper had to do it again and call Braun back over and remind him that it was the spot they were meant to do. Right. Um, which is not the best for Braun, but it still ended. The spot was nice. Yeah. Ali's face must. Yeah, I mean, he was okay. Yeah, he shows up later in the night during uh, the crowd watching the Kofi match, so yeah, we knew he's he was clearly alive. alive. Yeah, yeah. Then we had Mr. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you don't want me to get into a nice five minute round of yeah, how much let's, I don't let's like just Hulk. The only thing I want to say about this is he obviously came out and made the joke about getting the name wrong of the stadium, followed up by getting the name wrong of the stadium, the of the stadium oh. legit. But it did set up nicely for Paul Heyman storming past him, not caring he's there, and giving us one of the most unexpected opening matches in WrestleMania history of Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Well, it was unexpected, but then on the pre-show when uh, they were showing all the all the matches, all the promos, it was always matches, first. It it was on first, and we were like, "Is this the running order? This surely can't be the running order." And then obviously Heyman came out and was like, "Oh yeah, it is." And then the uh, excuse he gave was like spot on. It was like, "If he's not going to main event, then he's getting then it he's... done and going to Las Vegas, where yeah, he will yeah. be appreciated." I love that. That was good stuff. Where he will be appreciated until he fails in the test. Mm. Uh, I thought it was a good match. Lesnar didn't get buried. He didn't come out a bit looking no. weak. He didn't look like he popped no. over. It took three curb stomps and a kick to the genitals. It yeah. was a was very, it was a very Brock Lesnar Universal Championship match. Yeah, yeah. Which Started off absolutely destroying. Bit of a comeback. Ref bump, which was a nice ref bump. It wasn't like he was down for ages. It was he got knocked out the ring, got himself back up, in again, mm. but with enough time that obviously Seth would get that kick to the nuts in. Three curb stomps, pin, one, two, I mean, three. yeah, usually you'd see a ref bump, the low blow, and then the cover, and then no ref for a good five minutes. Yeah, so, yeah. and then someone run from the back, and it just, yeah. but it was really believable way they did it. Um, and then Dean Ambrose in a referee shirt, <laughs> bears a striking resemblance to that referee with a beard, and then Kyle will be real upset when it doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I like that idea, though. Oh, it was a good idea. It was a good shout as well that the referee for that match did have a, a very... Dean Ambrose yeah to Dean Ambrose good finish I thought good match yeah, yeah. Um, it lasted 2 minutes 30 which I thought was it's a standard universal championship match plus the time that plus the time rolling that around the ring yeah, yeah. yeah. so 10 um, minutes um, you know, Rollins did say he would do anything he could to win that title and he stuck to it and yeah. I'm glad it wasn't a clean victory following that we had Mr. WWE versus Mr. TNA AJ Styles versus Randy Orton I like this one. I think I missed most of this match because it was in the toilet. It was it was a solid match. I mean, I, it was better than what I was expecting from a Randy Orton match. Not that Randy's a bad worker, just that he's lazy sometimes. Yeah, but when he's on, he's on. Exactly. Yeah, and um, I was glad that he was on yeah. because it was, a, it was a good solid match. It WrestleMania, he's not do. pulling out any star jumps. He's not calling people stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, no one got Randy in the head. Um, 
I thought it was a good again. It was a good match. We kind of. It is a typical Randy Orton match. Yeah, but that's not necessarily a bad match. No, no. At the end of the day, he is a good wrestler. At the end of it all, he, you know, I think his workmanship and the way he works in the ring is great. I think his his audibles that he shouts during the match are sometimes yeah. some of the best and hilarious ones you'll you'll hear. And like the uh, ring the bell, there is no bell to ring. That's the greatest crowd interaction I've ever seen in WWE. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just what you expected really, 15 minutes just over, Yeah, can't go wrong with it. And then we had the four, Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match for the SmackDown Championships. The Usos defeating Alistair Black and Ricochet, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura, and The Bar. Ricochet's just a bit good, isn't he? He is. This whole jumping over the ring post that he's got down at the minute. I could watch that over and over and over. Yes, but then the they will make us wrong. they will make us watch it over and over and over again until we get bored of it like yeah. suicide dive. Just bust out for the pay views or the, the big matches. When suicide dives were like once every, you know, it might happen once on a show and then not happen again for another three weeks. Yeah. That was good. That <laughs> was always fun. I just think that everyone put in a really good show in this match. Bigger Shane Black, double duty this week. That's the thing, if you look at the guys in that match you knew it was going to be a good match. It was match never going to be a bad match with that eight, those eight no. people. No, no. I mean, not. the thing is, you, like, the weakest, and I say the weakest in air quotes because the weakest would be Sheamus, and Sheamus has never put on a bad match. He's put on some controversial matches, 18 seconds, Daniel Bryan, but never a particularly no, no, bad match. And even at his age. Yes. And I think that for the me, man's 41. In his 40s Sheamus bad back. could have had a bad match this WrestleMania. But all that was going through my head was when he bro-kicked Shane McMahon shoot style. Mm. Just and that right for me jumps. is that makes up for any bad match and just pushes it up a little bit because that was just brilliant to watch. It but it was a good match. And that's why Glad the Usos won. Um, a lot of people online were saying that the one Uso got the pin. If you watch it back, he didn't, he made it. Double splash, standard Uso. They dropped it the next night, but uh, uh, two, night, two nights. Two two nights. nights. <clears throat> and dropped what year nights. is it? It's 2019. And who says they're losing to the Hollywood? This we'll get on to, but <laughs> I thought it was a good victory. I'm, I'm genuinely glad Alistair Black and Richie didn't win because for me, I want this to kind of be the start of them going singles again now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although they like the way they've got the dive into the ring and the sit down and everything. Oh, especially with, was it Ali? They did it on yeah. Saturday yeah. Uh, on Tuesday. That was beautiful, but. They've been introduced now. Everyone knows who they are. I haven't watched NXT. You shouldn't use the wear anyway, but I think it's time for them to go on a singles run. Was it Monday night that Alistair Black's rising up didn't work, so you just saw him go, right. I've done it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't pay much attention to this. I think it was Monday. His machine didn't work, so he just so kind of slowly stand up. Stand up. <laughs> um, next up, we had possibly my favourite match of the night for all the wrong reasons. I can't remember the running order, so yeah. you'll have to jog on memory. It was Shane McMahon no. beating The Miz. Now, for me, I understand it wasn't technically the best match. It was an excellent it was so match. So good to watch. It was so entertaining. <clears throat> Even if Shane McMahon's offence looks less legitimate than my eight-year-old cousin's offence, <laughs> like, it's... It's a false count anyone match with Shane McMahon getting beaten around. They the made it was a lot playing. better than it had any right to be. I mean, I'm sorry, but if you're going to put a man of that age with so little emotion into the ring, 
and expect people to feel sorry for him when Shane McMahon hits him. It's oh, not yeah. going to happen. <laughs> George Mazzanin. He's, he went down. I didn't think a single person felt sorry for him. <laughs> no, but no. Everyone just started laughing. The bump to the golf cart oh. looked painful. Yeah. They say to the golf cart, they just go over the to golf the, cart. To the golf cart, straight onto the concrete. Oh. That was a nasty bump. I loved how the cameraman, um, when he got to the high rise, the hard cam, didn't really know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> he looked terrified. The Miz going for Shane and Shane kind of doing the whole cowardly, please don't hit me, please don't hit me, hands up. It was genius. And I'm not angry at the finish. I didn't want Shane to win, but the, under the circumstances that he did win. There had to be yeah. one heel victory one match that didn't go the way we wanted. Never all go tell you are. I wasn't angry with it. No, I wasn't. Yeah. I thought Miz should win this and should come up on top. That's how the big base goes. But the fact that it was done where Miz had delivered something so devastating to Shane and it was just the position. Yeah. 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 The ref getting it. I thought it was brilliant. I have one gripe with this match. You can't take me and brawl around Funaki and Funaki not get involved in the match. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you just can't tease me like that. Was it the... German announced team. The, yes, I think so. I think Shane got through into him and he just stood floor, up and yeah. absolutely no sold it. Same as the guy who. Oh, was either the Spanish or the, the German. Spanish, it was, I think, next to ringside and Brock launched Seth into him and he just didn't move. Yeah. He just stood there like. Yeah, Pat him on the head and three, just send him on his way. They're three ringside announced there was a Spanish, English, and German. Yeah. So it must have been one that was in the crowd. And then occasionally French. Yeah. But yeah, no, I thought it was a really, really good match. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Hopefully it does carry on with some promises in she's saying this week, so. And um, least this week we saw Shane. <gasps> then we had the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship with the Iconics, surprisingly defeating the Boston Hub Connection, Nia Jax and Tamina and Beth Phoenix and Natalya. Now I say surprising, but nobody... I expected them to win. I thought it was going to be the boss. I fully expected them to win. I'm not, again, it's not a result I'm mad at. I really like the Iconics. I do wish that they had maybe won it a little bit later down the line or wanted to start with and it hadn't given the Bailey and Sasha first. Because I really wanted to see it go to NXT and other stuff and I wanted to see that more serious. Well, yeah, that's side the thing. The they, they said they were going to defend over all three brands. They made one quick appearance in NXT and they didn't show up on SmackDown at all for their run. Yes, they did. Thanks. He showed up once, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think he showed up. Uh, I, yeah, I a couple of matches remember. on SmackDown. But, um, oh, yeah, of course, because the Iconics got a pin on them, didn't they? Yeah. 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 But, no, it was a really good, again, it was a, it was a good match. Beth Phoenix can still go. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for everyone, Nia Jax is now injured after that match. We'll not oh. be appearing for a while. What's Tamina going to do? Um, What's Tamina going to do? She's the star of the show. Who's she going to be partnered with now? She's going to go one-on-one with Becky Lynch. It's got to be done, yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte all at once. Pin them all. Um, and maybe Rollins and Kofi, because she's just that good. Yeah, cool. Yeah. To me, so there's the next new Universal Champion. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about there, guys. We're going to be okay. But also... She's going to NXT UK in the uh, Superstar Shake. Back, back to the realms of reality. Uh, this match... Like... Is... Back to normality. This match is um, supposedly kicked off. Sasha a lot Banks. Of backstage heat. Yeah. 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 So apparently, if anyone hasn't heard it yet, um, both Sasha and Bailey, mainly Sasha, yeah, have requested, uh, did request their release from WWE after this finding out they were losing the titles. 
I um, no, not both. The, I had only Sasha request their release. Bailey, Bailey did as was well. Unhappy. Apparently Bailey did. So. I, I but the reason apparently behind it is Sasha Banks' fault. So the dirt cheats are currently reporting that the reason that she's been so mistreated recently and they've dropped the titles, and the reason that all her WWE title runs have been so short is because she keeps name dropping Vince McMahon during interviews. Um, and, then, and, recently, and recently badmouthed him, saying that he was never behind the WWE Women's Tag Division and we basically had to convince to do it. Not that he wanted it to happen and they've been trying to prove it and she doesn't think really have faith. So basically she's called Vince out on air saying that he's... And this isn't like on WWE television or anything like that, this is proper shoot style interviewing on TV. Um, and because of that, the next day she was pulled from um, interviews due to what they class as personal reasons. Um, ah, but saw that. Yeah. It was. It was just pulled out. Um, and apparently the news is now that she's now unfollowed WWE and on Twitter AW. and started following AEW. Who owns an AEW shirt? That'd be weird. Oh, yeah. For those listening on right now, I am wearing an AEW shirt. But yes, yeah, so apparently it has caused a lot of controversy. And all I can say to that is, for me, is uh, get a grip. Although yeah. Sasha Banks and Bailey's uh, Instagrams are just like constantly photos of them with the Iconics, photos of them watching the Becky Lynch match when apparently they were lying on the floor in the locker room complaining. Yeah, yeah. And it's just you know it's either complete and utter horse uh, feces. But there, or, but it is hard to argue with her on following WWE and following AW because you can see that with your own eyes. That's the kind of thing that I do if people are like, oh, but he, he's... No, but she oh, had, think, this, think she she's had been tweeting yeah. about her, uh, how unhappy she was with the decision everything else was a lot about that that has now been deleted. But there are screenshots going around, obviously a lot of people have screenshotted it. Mm. Um, and Be- uh, Becky Lynch was tweeting basically saying, get a grip. I'm quite a lot of people out. But it has been, to, to me, wrestling's scripted we all know it's scripted you're given a title when you've earned your title um, and the company have the faith in you but if you're going out into interviews and saying things like that yeah you don't deserve you, you're not doing a good job at the championship you need to be reprimanded do not, in some do way. not bite the hand that feeds essentially yeah and I think all in all it's really your own fault and you shouldn't be saying it's a shame that it happened to Bailey if Bailey's not been part of it and Bailey's just with them but you got to remember that in NXT they were the top women they came to the WWE main roster and they were the top women along with Charlotte and I wouldn't say Bailey was on top well no Bailey was for the for a little while yeah because like she, she was, was the the most over star on that yeah everyone roster. was constant. on NXT yeah on NXT no, but yeah, even not on, yeah, on main, but on main roster, roster is what I'm saying she, yeah she was very much sought after and everyone wanted to come up because she when, was like come up but when she did when she did they dropped the ball and I just think you just need to realise that there's difference you were it might be the top dog in NXT and you might have got a decent run at main roster but you ain't the only decent wrestlers on that card. And you you so. are a small fish in a big pond now rather than the big fish yeah. in a small pond. However, I think WWE don't realise that how over their NXT stars are should translate onto the main roster. Like People are backing, say, Ricochet and Alistair Black way more than they're backing, say, Finn Balor at this time, which is horrible. But if you parlay that... Uh, crowd popularity from NXT onto the main roster the NXT call up should be WWE Champion Universe Champion in the first month they're clearly doing something right in NXT that they can't seem to duplicate on the main roster it might be that there's 
17 hours of TV a week for the main roster compared to But I don't think that makes a difference to it because you're still getting them amazing matches down NXT and even on you know Smackdown which is only an hour longer than NXT they're still not getting that over the storytelling still not there and for me it's something I think is inviting you also yeah, attract more yeah. casual fans to Raw and Smackdown than you would to NXT so it's more about the wrestling on NXT yeah but it's still should be that that's how you get the casual fans into it you show them something amazing if you had a casual fan and you went here watch this you know Pete Dunne Volta match. match or watch this AJ Styles Randy Orton match the Pete Dunne Volta one they might not know who they are but that's going to be the more impressive thing to watch mm. I think because you picked a bad match for that given that the, the duality of the opinions on that if you'd have gone for like, okay we'll go for the tag match then yeah. the Alistair Black Ricochet versus the War Machine War Radio sorry and that match alone like they're not the wrestlers that everyone might be aware of outside of casual yeah. fans but it was a hell of a better match. Tag match. So I just think booking wise, something does need to change on that. Um, and I say just because you're the bigger fish down in NXT does not mean you're going to be the big fish when you come to the main roster. That is quite obviously proven. And you can't keep spitting the dummy out every time there's a change of title or plans because that is unfortunate what wrestling's all about. Provided it happened. Yes. Yes, that is. Allegedly. Not, <laughs> and it's not complete horse dude. So moving on from the women, we've got. The happiest moment of WrestleMania, possibly WrestleMania weekend. One that was repeated to a cab driver several times by one of our friends. Kofi Kingston defeats Daniel Bryan. Ah, uh, so the happy. WWE Champion. Do you know what I'm happiest My about? Is the fact that he didn't hold up the recycled cardboard championship. That was it. One of the only issues I had with it is the fact that they brought the box out as a present and you also you could see that the title was underneath where the title was. Yeah, you knew. You knew what it was. And you it knew was what it was. Kind of a spoiler, and I wasn't really happy about Carolina. And the fact that apparently, allegedly, WWE changed um, their shop halfway during the match and uploaded the uh, Kofi with the, Kofi the belt, yeah, the championship t-shirt. t-shirt. So and it, my only thing for that is why during the Kofi Kingston Daniel Bryan are you match, checking the shop? Checking WWE. WWE shop. <laughs> Watch the should, wrestling. What you should be doing is necking a pint and watching wrestling. I think you should have done. Been, watching that match because it was absolutely brilliant. It was quality. Um, I just think it was the right result all round. There isn't much else to say about it. Yeah, excellent match. Excellent result. There was a cute moment with his kid afterwards. What more do you need? The downside is it to it is because of that match we've now lost him for a while. Yeah, he's a meniscus. Yeah. His meniscus is gone. But could that mean that we're going to see Xavier go to Raw? A complete dissolution of the New Day? I doubt it. No, I highly doubt it as well, but it's interesting. But the Superstar Shaker could lead to anybody being anywhere. (laughs) As opposed to the general roster right now, where anyone is is anywhere. Well, I mean, like, this match, it it was history. They, well, they say it's history. First African-American champion, well... African, he was born in Africa. Yeah, but then you also got to remember that The Rock has been the Rock, um, but they Ron Simmons uh, he was wasn't WWE, WWE champion. champion. WCW. He was WCW heavyweight champion. But they like to ignore the fact that The Rock is half black. The first That's because the Rock, like The Rock's already is part of Samoan I am half Samoan. I am half black. That I'm proud of both heritage. Whilst Kofi comes out and goes, I am a 
African American. Yeah. I am black. The first full on African American WWE champion. Well, not first, counting the world heavyweight. First African born champion. Yeah, only like I have, I have only like the sixth uh, WWE champion to have been born outside of North America. Yeah, but that's he's the first African, African born African yeah. born world champion. It's a pity that Akeem was never. But uh, no, brilliant match, brilliant ending. I think they just they got it right, and I think to have it halfway through the card and it was the tenth match in to the main show was just a great little pick up because mm. it was a long show and you need something yeah. to keep going. I thought it was absolutely brilliant, and it was excellent. It was the length of time. It was about twenty minute match, twenty five minute match. Everything you needed from it. Trouble in Paradise, clean as a whistle, middle of the ring. Also, just. On the flip side of Kofi being amazing, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. You, you can't put that. That man. match wouldn't be nowhere near as good if it wasn't Daniel yeah. Bryan. I'm not saying that Kofi's a bad guy, like but Daniel Bryan. But it's two absolute veterans of the game, two ring generals, two people who can control a match, can get the spots, can get the emotion out of people, but, know how to get the crowd behind them. And Daniel has obviously been in the Kofi shoes before. Yep. But the opposite side of it is Daniel knows how to help get Kofi to where he needs to be. He could get that crowd behind Kofi just by some of the things he'd have to say, like making an audible and kicking him in the face, calling him a B-plus player. He knows that's going to boost Kofi's. But then in saying that, say someone like Randy Orton, like there's, there's, Same again, you yeah. just sort of described that, but the match would be nowhere near as big or as hyped or as good as... No, no. Because it's the flip side of the story where he's been corrupted by the power of yeah, it's having the, been the man. He was the B-plus player and now he's the one trying to put yeah. down the B-plus player. Um, but just, no, oof, yeah, I just think that if it wasn't for Daniel Bryan, it would be right that it would be... I can believe, it might not. It wouldn't be a bad match. But no. It'd be a different match. I think it being Daniel who was calling the B-plus player made it that little bit sweeter when yeah. he actually beat him. And just before we move on, imagine if you go back 10 years, 2009, and go... Hey, you see that Kofi Kingston guy? Did you make him one? <laughs> He's going to beat Brian Danielson for the WWE title in 10 years. Have fun with that knowledge. I'm going back to my own time. <laughs> Heads would explode. Next up, we have the shortest match on the WrestleMania card. Not of all time. Samoa Joe choking out Rey Mysterio in exactly one I mean, it's minute. not even the shortest Rey Mysterio match in WrestleMania. History. No, it's not. JBL. JBL, yeah. 21 seconds, I believe. I have no idea. But it was excellent, so sorry, It <laughs> was exactly what it needed to be. It just made Samoa look like an absolute monster. And with Ray being injured, it's yeah. the best match. Only the issue I've got that, with it is we, we said, didn't have it? Dominic. Yeah. Nah. Dominic comes in and just goes, I I'm thought, George Mazanin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Dominic was going to be there and do something, but considering the length of the match, I don't think it was No. I mean, we, we said that, then we? In the prediction video, we said, if Ray is working with an injury, it needs to be a short match. It yeah. needs to be Smojo just dominant, being Joe. Don't get me wrong, some, Ray got a bit of offense in, but then he went for the, obviously the top rope, and that was it. That's his downfall. Yeah. Give you a clutch. I actually, I missed this whole match. That's on the spank If you went I for a week, it at the bar. I I went. Yeah, I called it at the bar straight away when I was yeah. next to you. I was in the smoking area and there was speakers outside and there was no screens. And I just heard the entrances, a friend of ours, me and him were talking, and then next thing I hear the bell go and Smoke Joe's music start, and I was yeah. like, ah, that was quick. Yeah, there was actually 60 seconds from bell ringing. 
exactly what it needs to be. Yeah. Didn't slow the pay per view down, didn't change anything at all. Although, <sighs> not massively in love with the Braun Strowman Samoa Joe thing, if you're trying to get Samoa Joe over as a monster and then putting him with a guy that's nearly twice his size. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Next was an, uh, another match which I thought went a little bit short considering who was in it. It was Roman Reigns defeating Drew McIntyre. Now, this is the match that I missed. I sort of zoned out and missed yeah, most of it. I didn't really pay much attention because... It was around this part, point of the show that I started flagging. Yeah, this was... I, I was still outside after the Ray-Joe match, and so I missed the entrance and a little bit of the like first part of the match. I made it back so to I didn't the... I went to the bar, went for a wee, came back, went upstairs on a cigarette, came back down, and Roman Reigns was playing as he one. Um, I have watched it back since... I haven't. I haven't. It was a Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre match. It was yeah. good. Uh, Especially yeah. a Roman Reigns a month after coming back from leukemia. Yeah, match. it was exactly what everyone noticed. The issue for me was it was a little bit short. I think both men could have put a lot more into it. Uh, ten fans, minutes long. The fans reacted like weirdly to this, didn't they? Uh, like as far as I can remember, like there's some booze, some boring chants. Well, some people. You, had, you were only two matches after Daniel Bryan, Kofi. It's very squash match of Samoa Joe, and this there was not really a hype for this match. It was no, there was yeah. I think given another ten minutes, and it could have been a really, really good match. Yeah, but it was just what it is. Yeah, there was no build. build it up. Yeah, no, yeah, it was. It was just we need Reigns on the show. Given Drew, that's a good match. That's yeah, it was one of them. Drew made a comment about his wife and kids. Roman beaten. I think in future, in like a year or two, a couple months down the line, maybe. You have that match for the Universal Championship, and that it'll be a bomb. But I know they'll, they'll put on an absolute match. Oh right, yeah, of course. But it's the short Honestly, build, and that could be the main event of next year. Roman could Reigns be. versus Drew McIntyre. Could be. It very easily could be. Next up, the King of Entrances, Mr. <laughs> Triple H, defeating Batista. I was so sad that Batista lost. Has anyone thought of calling Batista yet? Has everyone stopped? Started. Oh, when he I feel like the definitely, the yeah, if that was not one something that the fans are going to chant, then they definitely shut up, because he just... And the fact that he fell and went back out and then made the entrance again to the WWE and got it together. I think it was... Um, That's why he's retired. They don't want to want to chant that. No, I, th- I think it was the fact that he came back and this return was actually good, as opposed yeah. to his 2014 return. It was wanted, he didn't win the Royal Rumble over everybody else, he wasn't main eventing. He is a legend. Facing Triple H at the end of the day. Tiger Woods won the Masters. LeBron James isn't in the playoffs. It's the year 2005. <laughs> I thought this was a good match. It was a little bit long. It was a little bit long for me. Um, I liked it. I just thought some of the spots were great. I think the pulling his nose ring out was oh, hilarious. Yeah, Although, I forgot about that. Just because of the fact that you could blatantly see him taking his nose ring out. Was yeah, it. but it was his face. Yeah, his, his eyes. Um, like the camera was right in his face. The whole breaking his trying to break his fingers, and um, with the wrench going outside and up for his toolbox. The fact he had two sledgehammers to choose from, and he just changed his mind halfway for a move. <laughs> what now? What that one said? Ric Flair coming back and giving him a sledgehammer. Everything you want from a Batista versus Triple, Triple H's, H match in 2019. Triple H's mum's sitting at ringside, absolutely laughing her head off every time you get a new tool. Um, <laughs> Batista's head looking slightly like a stroke, <laughs> bit like a ball. Hey, but he had his nipples. Yeah, they had given his nipples back. Yeah, it's, always it's, good. it's always good to 
you know, re- unconfiscate his nipples. And then, and this has been talked about a lot by a lot of different podcasts and people broadcasting it, but Triple H's Superman sledgehammer punch thing off the steps was brilliant. Oh uh, yeah, I like it. It was, it was what you wanted from Triple H. And it came on today as well that the reason Batista um, lost to Triple H was his idea because Trips done so much for him over the years. Mm-hmm. Let him ride with him. And it was his last match. and Put him over for so long in so many matches. And he was like, I think it's just fair that I give him some Go out back on his back. back. And he's not going out on his back because he's going to go over Thanos in about a month's time. <laughs> Thanos is going to do the job for Batista. Yeah, it was nice to see Flair come get involved since he was part of the whole angle to start with. Um, I've obviously been issues with all of them before, so just missing a Randy Orton, really. Yeah, the match of 24 minutes. It was my nice story, Alan. But I'm not sure if that was just including Triple H. Because he's <laughs> no. But it didn't feel like a 25 minute match to me. No. It was fast paced, it kept up. Um, Considering both men are in their 50s? Uh, I think late. Triple H is late 40s. Is he? Yeah. Maybe 50 this year. Batista's. Batista's 50. in 50s. Yeah. But Batista was like 40 when he debuted. Uh, no. Late 30s when he debuted. He'd done a DDP, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He started like. But. Hell of a job for both of them. Yeah. Kept the crowd involved. There was no Batista chance, particularly. Fair play, exactly what it needed to be. And it was not. It wasn't Triple H at WrestleMania 32, in which they gave us a slow body match after five hours. Which no one wanted in the first place. Yeah. No one wanted that match, and they absolutely bored us to death with it, and yeah. it wasn't welcome. But this one was nice. Yeah. I liked it. The match of the night, Baron Corbin defeating Kurt Angle. Mm. I appreciate why it had to happen. I wish it had been someone else. But what oh. are you going to do? Uh, we've missed something in between. The oh, return the of prostate exam. Yeah. Kevin Nash and Scott Stein. Yeah, that was what they were saying. What? Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Is that not so what we were talking about? about? That's not what we were talking about. What were you talking about? <laughs> I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about Elias's concert. Oh yeah, John Cena, Doctor yes, Of came back. Oh sorry, yeah. Oh, uh, so happy to see. Although that. we have missed weird, assaulty Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, but we'll skip over that. Yeah. I, I, um, <laughs> Fair play to Elias, by the way. I never realised how talented he was. Is. If that were genuinely him playing the drums and the piano. Oh yeah, yeah. And fair play to him for getting that. I could not do a whole interaction with myself on videos and get that time down. So no, no. But the, I um, couldn't do it with the keeping a straight face. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, you forget Elias is so good because they give him terrible guitars on Raw that are clearly like breakaway, like they're. They're rigged to smash, smash yeah. so they sound bad. So you forget that he's actually a good musician. You always forget that Elias has actual theme music as well, because he always plays yeah, himself yeah, yeah. out of the ring, and it's weird. But yeah, yeah I didn't even think yeah. Of course, he's got his own entrance on. It's not just him with a guitar. Is it? He's got a song. But forty-two-year-old John Cena coming down with knuckle dusters, a baseball cap, and basic ergonomics playing. The was fact beautiful. that he came out is. Um, was it the Lakers he came out as? No, the no. Yankees. 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 Um, oh, God. I didn't even put that together. CM Punk saying you hated you and you the New York Yankees. You, you're a dynasty. You are New York Yankees. Smack. Yep. And he came out dressed as it. I thought we was like, forget giving you the AM. I'm going to, this is the FU. Yeah. It was just, yeah. It ticked all the boxes. It was what we wanted. It wasn't where we wanted to see John Cena as we were to go into the next match. But well, at least Corbin. we got John Cena. But we got John Cena. Yeah. So yeah, we move on to Baron Corbin defeating Kurt Angle. 
Not much you can say, really. Yeah, and then we had, well, it was no one wanted to see it, but I understand why it happened. It happened. Only annoying thing it's was just the wrong Baron, be, like, obviously beat Kurt, and the next night on board, Kurt comes back and buried. I mean, if you're yeah. trying to get him over as, like, a horrible, detestable heel, it's the way to do it. Yeah, Winning but the fact match that, that no one wants having been a legend on his last match. We'll talk about, like, on the top of war as well, but to, for him then just come out and angle Sam and put him in a ankle lock. lock. Like, well, what was the point of losing to him if you're not going to retire and also, also, the phrase, wish you luck, is pretty much specified. Good luck, Kurt. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Um, moving on, we had Finn Balor defeating Bobby Lashley. Of course he did, he was the Short demon. Short match, it was the demon. Even if Bobby Lashley looked more intimidating with the contacts. The only thing I wish oh, for yeah, here that was, was cool. that Finn Balor had changed his moveset slightly more and maybe one a different move. Yeah. Just to make the demon a bit different to him. 1916. Yeah. Bloody Sunday. Would have yeah. been great. And yeah. um, had it where the demon's actually a threat, but it was the same kind of Balor match. Same old, same old. Same old, Not much to say. Balor is a deserving champion. Please give the boys something better to work with. Yeah. That's all give him Buddy Murphy. That's not a bad shot. Less than five minutes long. Let's end this feud now and move on to something different. Give him Buddy Murphy. Give him Buddy Murphy, that'll be me. Um, and then we have the main event, the winner takes all triple threat match for both the WWE Women's Championship and the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Lynch defeats Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. I feel like we covered this at the start. We really we yeah, did. We did. Um, yeah, There's not much else we can say. Rightful no. winner. Rightful winner. Story was building to it. Ender was dodgy. You know, all the women shine through. Becky's come away two champions. Ronda's come away with a broken hand. However, Charlotte's just come away with Charlotte. An interesting, an interesting thought. Would we have got this match and this result without without Becky's nose being broken? Uh, broken. No, probably not. I'm going to say no, but I don't want to give credit to Nia Jax, so I'm yeah. going to say yes. But that's what we it's said at the Nia time. Nia Jax's thanks. But yes, because Becky was going for that whole I'm the best and the man kind of stuff anyway. But like I, early talks about it were it's just going to be Ronda versus Charlotte at WrestleMania. It was meant to be Becky and Ronda at Survivor Series um, before Nia Jax course, broke her face. Which is... So it would have been Charlotte and Ronda, I think. I can't believe you Because at the time we said... Oh, we really wanted to see this match. We really wanted Becky to win. Obviously, she probably wasn't going to at Survivor Series. But after it happened, we sort of went, this could be a blessing in disguise because Becky was probably going to lose against Ronda. And now this could possibly set up a WrestleMania match where Becky wins. Honestly, and it happened. Becky Lynch's face being broken may have been the best thing to, to ever happen to her. To a lesser extent, it could have been the pile driver on Austin that led to him feuding with Owen, yeah, changing I his style, the, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Being, becoming... I said this when it happened, that I wish Becky did more antics. Like, obviously, Stone Cold couldn't wrestle when that happened, so he was doing more things with the beer truck and causing hell. Yeah, yeah, and I think, wish Becky done a bit more of that, but she still worked. I just think if she was a bit more backstage heavy on doing things, then it would have been a little bit better for me, but I've got no complaints about that. So now we've got the Raw and SmackDown Just quickly, before we talk about Raw and SmackDown, should we talk briefly about TakeOver? We haven't covered takeover yet, and it was amazing as it, it always is. It was excellent, but there's not really much we can say about it. Well, it's it got five great. It was matches. everything we said it would be. The, the, you know, the only match for me that didn't deliver as highly was the women's match, 
And that mm. was not only against the women, it was just the fact that there was three extra matches beforehand. And one of the best matches of all time after this. Yeah. I mean, I disagree personally. Stars, I don't think... Dave Meltzer has become a parody of himself in yeah, recent years. Yeah, I don't think the... Adam Cole got a match was that good. No, I, I, pr- I prefer four seven five. I prefer uh, Andrade and Gargano uh, Rumble last, last year. year. Yeah, I prefer that personally. But was that last year? But Andrade has too much good going on for him in his life. So go away. However, yeah, take yeah, it. Was it was a solid show. Max night for me was Dunn Water. And for once, oh yeah, same. It would have been for but, us though, because we're all massive Big Dunn fans and massive Walter fans. And also. For once, TakeOver didn't completely overshadow WrestleMania. Yeah. Which is surprising. Yeah, no, In terms of match quality. Well, not even just WrestleMania, the pay per view afterwards. In terms of match quality, TakeOver blew it out of the water. But in However, terms of entertainment. In terms of entertainment, yeah. They were about Mania, they were even. Yeah. Both satisfying pay per views. Yeah. It's not often it happens, so well done. So yeah, we move on to Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. Two of the most anticipated. Shows of the year. They're all after WrestleMania. What a what a massive letdown. I feel like them having brought all of the NXT call ups in like a month or two earlier led to no NXT call ups, no no real surprise returns. The issue I've got is 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 the fact that I don't think I don't think to do with the NXT call ups already happening. I think it's to do with the fact that we've got the superstar shake down this week. Shake up, shake up this week. Sorry, shake left, shake right. (laughs) Do the hokey pokey. that is the reason the end of it, is because we got the surprise call up this week. But for me, I just thought it was a weak show all around. I don't it think was, it, I don't even think it was surprises, I just thought it was weak. The thing um, is, it would have been it would have been looked at more fondly if the Kofi Seth match ended differently. Yeah. If we'd have actually got a singles match with Kofi and Seth that maybe had set up Kofi and Seth versus the bar on SmackDown the next day. No, that would no, have been fine. The thing is though for me like we will get to this obviously towards the end as we run through the show, but Seth, the night before, won the Universal Championship by kicking Brock Lesnar and the nuts. He could have finished this match that way. It didn't have to end as Well, a, the difference is he respected Kofi, that's why. Yeah. It, but it could have been anything, it could have been double count out, it could have been anything. Just give us 20 minutes of Seth versus Kofi. Send us a happy. It's been a long weekend. But yeah, so it opens, the show opens with uh, Seth Rollins kicking off the show. Um, New Day's music hits, uh, Kofi comes out, both celebrate, and then Kofi challenges him to a winner takes all match. Um, for the main event, Seth agrees. That's it. Go. It was no, a weird way to go. It's a good hook to start the show, though. If you want people to tune in for three hours, give us title unification match. We all knew it wasn't going to end cleanly. Because, yeah. They could have at least given us the singles match, though. Yeah, they all masculine. Or they could have set up. A title feud for one of the ti- for one of the championships instead of just giving us a pointless BS nothing match against yeah. the bar. Of course, what we all wanted to see. Say if like Reigns came out and yeah, we wanted to see someone that come out and Seth, but obviously with the shake up happening this week, they're not gonna. They didn't want to make any storylines go ahead, and I think that's why the shake up's too early in the year. It, it was just. It should be either beginning of the year, January, do your shake up for the year, or. Uh, later on, not after Mania, because they're the Raw and Smackdowns where the new storylines are built. Well, here's the problem I have with that, is that Samoa Joe, last year I think, 
came out on Raw while either Raw or SmackDown Raw, it was challenged it? Reigns to a match at Backlash and then got and then got moved over to SmackDown, but they still have the match at Backlash. Do that. Don't just give us. Oh yeah, this is like this is a. We're just gonna have a match here. Like there's there's things happening next week. Just tune in next week. Just, yeah. So then we had Zack Ryder and Kurt Hogan's defeating the Revival again in the better match. Did not see that two. coming. I expected Zack Ryder to get Zack Ryder. Yeah. I know I also did, um, but it was the better of the two matches. This was better than their um, WrestleMania match. For me. Pleasantly surprised at the end of the day. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I wanted them to lose the title. No, because Kurt Hawkins has been dying a death for like three years and not getting anything. The boy deserves it at this point. He deserves something, but it's just, it, it makes the revival look weird and I've weird. never not been entertained by Kurt Hawkins on the main roster at this point. I mean, like he's funny, he's a good wrestler, like he's, yeah, does yeah. what it says on the tin. Give the boy at least a month. Alright. Then Baron Corbin celebrates retiring Kurt Angle. Obviously, Kurt Angle comes out, hits him with an angle slam, trumped him in the angle lock. Um, and then Lars Sullivan made his debut. Did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. I either. didn't actually. No. I forgot he existed. To I be forgot his theme music was his theme music. Because when it hit, I was like, who the hell is this? And then I saw Lars and I went, alright, here we go. He's here now. He's thought it was a good debut. What a way to make it extra. It's, be- it's the best I just- NXT call up debut out of the group that came up yeah, yeah. Very I just think so. I mean but the problem is like he wouldn't have had that good of he would have had a better debut than that only obviously mental health issues got in the way because he was meant to take Cena out of the rumble yeah and then we didn't see him for two months and we forgot all about him and now he's at just... least he's got fresh eyes on him he's come back fresh no one's really going to remember his NXT run as well as they would have if he'd come straight up from NXT it's a good it's a good start for them. The only issue I had with this is I wish that it wasn't the whole Angle coming back and getting Corbin for some strange reason. If Angle just come out and made the speech, like last night I lost, I'm now retiring, thank you for everything, and then Lars hit, they would be a lot better. Yeah, because then he's gone out on his back two nights in a row. Baron Corbin has not been affected by it, and life would have been much easier, but I think, things don't always I think get the whole Baron Corbin thing was just sort of a way of like, appeasing the fans who didn't want the Baron Corbin thing to happen in the first place just like I'm just letting get a last when have WWE ever cared about the bloody fans no. at the end of the day we're meant to be in charge moving on we are the authority she's back boys remind me who Alexa Bliss uh, ah, is yeah. back in the ring and beat Bailey in short time wasn't too happy about the fact that it was Bailey or the fact that she won with the DVT well, that's her second finisher, apparently, other than the Twisted Bliss. Could have, could have fooled me, I don't remember yeah. it, but yeah, that's, not that's, finishing with Twisted Bliss. It's the Sparkle Splash, I think you'll find. <laughs> but yeah, Bailey, uh, Alexa Bliss come back. Wish it wasn't Bailey, but I'm so happy to see her back in the ring. She's one of my favourites. Yeah, love Alexa. Of all of the call-ups from that year's like post-mania call-ups... That was the shape wasn't it? I think so, yeah. yeah. And we were all like, why are Alexa Bliss and Carmella coming up? That was, that was the original brand split. Yeah, it was. Oh, and yeah. we were all like, why are Alexa Bliss coming and Carmella coming up? Why have they taken Carmella away from Enzo and Cass? What are these two going to do? Both of them are former 
women's champions at this point. Alexa Bliss is probably my favourite women's champion over the past couple of years. My favourite my favourite woman wrestler. Becky Lynch for me, she hasn't quite. Oh, no, I've always liked Becky. I've always liked Becky. Don't get me wrong. She's probably one of my favourite women on the roster. It's not my favourite woman on the roster, but I think championship reign wise, Becky's got a lot to do. I don't think I've actually celebrated a women's championship changing hands as much as I did uh, Helen South. Becky versus Charlotte when she just like sort of rolled her up. Yeah. Because it was unexpected because it was Charlotte. Yeah. But yeah. Either way, Alexa Bliss is fantastic and it's nice to see her back in the ring. Yeah, it'll be set up nicely. She called her out on Twitter the night before after Mania and went to me. Sorry for your you loss, but let's do this. And there it goes, we got it. Great to see her back in the ring. Hopefully, you've got some big stuff for her. Um, and speaking of the champions, Becky Lynch celebrates the Raw and SmackDown Championship victory by being attacked by Lacey Evans. Okay, I have one gripe with Lacey Evans. Is it the fact that she got off the armbar and escaped? No, my gripe is, if you're going to use a punch as a finisher, either be massive or be good at punching. Yeah. Don't. Lacey Evans is here. Yeah, it just either make the punch look more devastating or grow about a foot in size and about 100 pounds. Because otherwise, it just looks fake. Yeah, this is not the feud anyone wants to see. I don't think Lacey Evans is even close to being the right woman for this. And... Yeah. Like, is she going to challenge for both the titles or just one? Yeah, both. I imagine they're going to go for the. She's just going to go for the one. They'll be. Okay, they'll well, do. No, I think do. it'll be both this time, and Becky will absolutely destroy her, and this will be everyone going, look, she is the man. Possible. I I'll can't see it. them giving the title to Lacey Evans. Of course they won't. No, not. not Even after. if they seem to be huge on her coming out and doing a catwalk and going mm. back. They won't yeah. have her go over Becky. It wasn't, for me, anything special. It wasn't something that I wanted, personally, I wanted to come up to see in a feud of her. I think the fact that when she got to the top of the ramp, she managed to kind of look like she was dominating Becky a little bit of points in winning, and that's not really what I want to see from a double champion at the minute. No. Although I do like her getting out of the armbar by just slipping off the side of the ramp and going, nope, I'm out. That's clever. Yeah. It, it builds up the character at the end. It of was the like she nearly got her into the uh, LED board. She you know, took it down a few times. Took Becky an awful long time time to get up from that punch. It just didn't seem really blow right for me. But we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. We didn't think anything of Alexa Bliss or Carmella when they came up though. We never know at the end of the day. True. True. Black and Shay defeated Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. They're damaged goods at this point. They turned heel, they, Yeah, they did. they did. No, they turned heel before the match in a like promo. During the match, like in a picture-in-picture, picture, they showed a promo. Oh, right. And where they were like, we'll do anything that's necessary. Yeah, I mean, it is damaged goods. Well, I just... Just give this Chad Gable what he deserves. Was this not the match when Ricochet cried because everyone was doing the Mexican week? And everyone started booing, and Ricochet thought they were booing him, but actually it turned out it was because the Mexican week stopped. I, yeah, no, I, I didn't pay much attention. I yeah, really apparently that it was the Mexican wave was going on. Everyone thought you were doing ricochet, but it turns out it was just one of the sections decided not to carry on doing the Mexican wave, and the other side of the arena got the annoyed. At the end uh, of the day, this was about the point in Raw where the fact that it was two, three a.m. the night after WrestleMania, I'm where I've gone into the house at seven a.m. and yeah. The, the world of life was gone. Yeah, I just really hope this comes to the end now where Black and Ricochet can just do their own thing. I want to see them. I wouldn't mind seeing Black versus Balor. Ricochet versus Balor. Ricochet versus Balor. Ricochet versus... Put them into a title picture. Ricochet versus And I also hope it means if Black and Ricochet are breaking up, I know they haven't got a lot of tag teams left, but I want Chad on his own. I want Gable to go solo. Yeah. Get him in a picture with someone. 
I got, well, I'd quite like to see some of the, like, with the Superstar Shake-Up, some of the main roster guys going back to the NXT. <coughs> Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Yeah, big star. Have him North American champion. Yeah. Tyler Breeze versus Velveteen Dream. Just give me that in my life. They're, apparently, that we're getting that. He's been uh, positioning on Twitter. He wants a North American championship and he wants to fight Velveteen Dream for it, so. I'm okay with this. Also, Pete make Dunn the come up, I'm gonna cry. Make, yeah, make the Superstar Shake-Up work every way. Send the people yeah. who aren't being used back down to NXT. Yeah. It worked for Cesaro when he had not much going on when he first came down. He was back down with Sami Zayn. Like 2014. Yeah. 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 It worked for William Regal. Like, Ziggler. Regal went down to NXT, had matches with Cesaro. Yeah. And then didn't come back. Well, Fandango's doing stuff at the Performance Center. Have Brizango in NXT. Like, even if you... Brizango versus War Raiders, that'd be an interesting... Clash of styles. Yeah, it would. And they'd probably get a fine for the face paint. Please, I'm going to tell an undisputed area that they're not dressed very well. Yeah. So you want to see. Next up, we had. I don't even know what happened here. Bobby Lashley came out, told Dean Ambrose he was going to look after his wife. Dean Ambrose attacked him. Bobby Lashley put him through the table. And when asked, Nate Renee Young was asked, is he okay? She I went, don't want to talk about it. I don't it. want to talk about it. And then he came out at the end of the show, anyway. But yeah, it was a weird really segment. Not really sure what the point it was. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, honestly, there's going out on your back, and then there's going out where a man has just told you that you, he is going to sleep with your wife. Yeah. And then this get makes it seem like he's not going anywhere and he's going to come back. Obviously, don't know yet, but it just seemed like a very weird segment. You should have just left Dean off for. Had him come out at the end. Yeah. Or have Dean come out and be like, you know, I'm leaving. Like. I don't know what to say. Goodbye, and then Lashley killed him. If you want, if you're having him go on his back, don't have Lashley go. I'll see your wife later. Yeah, mate. Let's go. <laughs> like it's just a bit weird. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, awfully handled. It, it, it felt like it wasn't a goodbye, Ambrose, and more of a here with you for him. Yeah. A few that no one wants to see, but a few nonetheless. Yeah. Maybe um, they were trying to insult him into staying. Like, hey, he just said he's going to have a with your missus there. You want to stay and sort him out? Yeah. Not like that. Okay, then we had the great return of Mr. Samuel Samuel Zane. Zane. Uh, I don't know about this. I was happy to see him back. I was happy to see him against Finn. Didn't like the fact that it was for the Intercontinental Championship because he knew Samuel was going to lose his first match back. But then it did set up the uh, promo afterwards, which was. Quality, I think. Yeah, Sammy is the Sammy at the end of the day. I was hoping Sammy was going to come back as a massive baby face and he hasn't. He's still a heel. The only way that this can be completely rectified is if they put him against Owens. Owens and Zayn together. But they had that after show segment on SmackDown when Zayn was the heel and Owens ended up stunning him and he got him. I. Yeah, but that's well, post. Was this WWE.com or was it just like fan video? Uh, I believe it's fan video. Yeah, it's house show stuff then at the end of the day. It's yeah, like but when Elias still comes out and plays Wonderwall. Yeah. They're um, not going to do it on Yeah, it was show. a good match. Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor. It wasn't going to deliver. Shame to see Sami lose his first match back. But you know, Finn needed to look good, so they put him over. But it's just great to see Sami back. I can't wait yeah. to see what happens. Although he looks weird with no hair. Um, and he's like you said, the promo afterwards. Oh, just fun. put it on the crowd. Yeah. It's what you needed. 
Um, the Undertaker. Uh, and they re-signed with WWE. No more outside dates after yeah. Starcast. Yep, and he then returned, smashed up Elias for the Tombstone Choke Slam, and got off. And apparently the reason behind this is uh, Elias vs Undertaker is happening in Saudi Arabia because that's Oh my wants. god! Oh, don't get me started on that. Okay, well that sums that match up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Nice to see you, Elias. We'll see you soon. Winner takes all match between Kofi Kingston and Seth Rollins. Is it? Good bad? match until it got all WWE. Yeah, that. and then the bar came up for some strange reason, took him out, then it was a tag match player. It was. Oh, so, la, la, la. It was so cookie cutter. It's WWE at the end of the day, though, isn't it? But it's the Raw after it's Mania. Raw. Yeah, it's Raw after Mania, but they've clearly given up this year. And it's just, hey, look, there's here's a match. Suicide yeah. dive. We made WrestleMania. So absolutely fantastic wrestlers. Three of which should be dominating the independent, like the singles kind of scene right now. And that's Sheamus, not Sheamus, Cesaro, Seth, and Kofi. Sheamus. He's still an excellent, excellent wrestler. Great and his veteran. YouTube channel is real helpful if you want to learn a workout. I won't yeah. tell you that much. But um, I just didn't see the point of having a tag match. No, it was just no, pointless. You didn't know what to do. Um, it happened. It was raw. They raw made WrestleMania so good that they couldn't be bothered with Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. It's fully because they got the shake-up this week and this is what they're more interested in and they're trying to kind of plan that and get all them storylines done. But it just, it suffered. Then we move on to Tuesday Night Smackdown, where you had the New Day celebrate Kobe Kingston's WWE Championship win. The bar then came out and were like, hey look, we made a friend and here's Drew McIntyre who didn't fit on the show yesterday. So we I think of to... Nations V2. But I do quite like that because this is at least all like, these are three heavy hitting yeah. big guys. Like that is the most intimidating stable you will ever see. Yeah. Is just three European lads who just like to fight. <laughs> it's great that this probably one of the strongest random three foreign heels. And I'm okay with it if it wasn't just going to be a throwaway game for the day. Yeah. yeah. But it was what it was. We saw it coming after last, uh, the Monday Night Raw. It was going to happen. Great to see all three guys, all six guys, really. Bye bye, Big E, though. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Oh, do, you think he'll, do you think he'll come back? We're not just about as a big heel. Split. Oh, incredible! He's Listen, what, as, 300 I, pounds of as I tweeted, <laughs> no, let's not get into that. that. <laughs> but yeah, he's like a 300 pound man, and he can just hit the floor. He was. I think you forget how athletic that man is sometimes. Well, he was doing it on up, up, down, down during their bowling episode. While people were bowling, he was just doing a split next to the lane. <laughs> he's very insane, but I hope he does come back as a heel. And takes the title off maybe. I don't see it happening but yeah wouldn't be adverse to it I just don't think well, say it like, happens when, how long is the meniscus injury usually last how long was Seth out for about 8 months nearly 8 six, months 6 to 10 months I think it was advertised or reported on Survivor Series yeah. then maybe Kofi holds the title no, no, you might do a scene right back for some time but oh possibly well, no but I don't think Big E is on uh, Cena's particular brand of medication <laughs> Which is hustle, loyalty, and respect, and nothing else. I thought you were going to say something. Yeah, I did. Sure. Um, <laughs> then we had Alistair Black, Ricochet, and Ali versus the other stable of foreign heels uh, of Rusev, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Andrade. The backflip sit down spot between 
team face there. Just excellent. You Brilliant. mean team flight, night, and might what else? Flight. Ah, that was it. Sorry. It was team night, light, and flight. Yep. Black being the night, Ali being the light, and Victory being the flight. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good match for what it was. Um, Ali catch caught Andrade with a reverse DDT and a fourth and splash to win. Standard match. Not six a special. Man tag. Standard Smackdown six man. Randy Orton then comes out and hits an RKO on Ali, which then allowed Rusev to stand over the former 205 champion, uh, Shipstar. And then Kevin Owens hit the Bulgarian boot with Stunner. Not too sure why that's a thing that happened, but. Just making sure that we remember that Kevin Owens is still alive and still on the roster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see everyone. Thanks for coming. See you next week when you get moved around. Again, because you've got a match. Just standard copy paste. Serviceable match. Control C, Control V, Control Bye Bye. Next up. The thing that none of us want to see, really. Samoa Joe takes out R Truth. Well, I mean, that's quite. Oh, we all that. But then Braun Strowman. Yeah, weird. Like, weird, weird I weird. loved Samoa Joe and Braun's interactions when they were feuding with Lesnar in that Fatal Four Way a couple of years ago. Excellent. But in a world where you've just gotten big, uh, Samoa Joe over as the biggest monster on SmackDown by killing Rey Mysterio in a minute. Why would you put him against Braun Strowman where it's also, not going to be as effective? Here's the thing, so we've got the shake-up this week. Yep, so yes. tonight and tomorrow night. Yeah. We didn't see Strowman on Raw. We didn't yep. see McIntyre on Raw. Yep. They're both Raw superstars. We saw them both on SmackDown. Why? What? Well, I don't know. Because it's they're going to same, SmackDown. No, it's to prove that anyone can go anywhere at the Supernet. No one's fate is... No, as they've, been, as they've been proving since about January. You know, yeah. the usual. Yeah, I'm, they haven't cared about the brand split in about four months anyway, so why are they caring now? Yeah. It was since Survivor Series when SmackDown invaded Raw and Raw invaded SmackDown, whatever. Please see the Wattlog Wrestling Twitter for my opinions on this. But on yeah, the... it, this is not something I want to see. I don't want to see Strowman and Joker. I don't want to see them lose. I don't think that Snow Joker realistically is ever going to get booked to take out Strowman. Uh, Strowman's just going to beat Samoa Joe, and I think it's happened too many times. And Samoa Joe needs to keep building his monster heel. But he's a terrifying man. His chant used to be "Joe is going to kill you." When he first debuted onto the main roster and in NXT, he was just a force to reckon with. You put me his broad Strowman, and that's it. Same thing happened to Kevin Owens. I can't watch Joe's NXT debut anymore though, because I'm so accustomed to his current music, and he comes out to the most yeah. generic music possible. Just it's to be so like, bad. hi Kevin. <laughs> Next up, we had the women's tag team champions, the Iconics, versus the very popular Brooklyn Bells. Brooklyn Bells. Yeah. With a 46 to 0. Something like that, yeah. I think I you'll think find it it's 46 to 1 now. Well, it is now, yeah. Um, obviously, squash match with the new champions. Yeah, what you expect. I was happy about this because there's um, there's no team really right now who you could legitimately see the iconics being in a one-on-one match. Not until the Super Stars come on with someone. Uh, and I cut to the backstage afterwards, and Paige's there saying she's going to bring out a new team next week. Sky Pirates. It's the yeah, Sky Pirates. it's got to be. It's the Sky Pirates. I'll, I'll be so happy. 
I mean, yeah. if you've got a person with a pirate gimmick, you need to bring them up for the next WrestleMania, which is literally pirate themed. Oh, it's Kyrie what? challenging for one of the women's championships in Tampa. Yeah, I've jumping full on off elbow the... drop off the pirate ship that is based in that stadium terminal. Yes, 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 yes. I'm all for it. Let's yeah, it's it. gonna be the Sky Pirates, Scotty. No else is gonna be. Well, yeah. I'm... Unless, Unless they go, new... oh, it's Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. That's not a new team. Yeah, <laughs> get Absolution back together whenever you're caught there. Let's leave that. Next up, Shane McMahon just embarrasses. It, it was just a Great weird segment. As much as you could. Yeah. Weird yeah. segment. It's what, why did he drag him up the ramp? I wanted Greg Hammond to just punch him in the jeans. I thought Miz was going to come out and save him. Something going to happen. No, it was just Shane gets a shout there, man. I mean, the, I mean, the fancy booker in me. Just when he... When he got him to the uh, top of the stage, I was like, now introduce me properly. And then he was like, ladies and gentlemen, the best in the world. I just wanted to hear the I wanted CM Punk's class so hard. Listen, stop moving. trying to make CM Punk coming back happen. It's not going to happen. It's not, but it would have been better than this segment. Well, yeah, if duh. you believe you can This was just oh, I weird. Don't understand it. Weird, weird, weird. It just solidifies Shane McMahon as an absolute Detestable, detestable human, yeah, bastard, really. Shane McMahon is bastard, man. He is. Then we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championships going back to about 2007. Seven, yeah, with the Hardy Boys taking the victory over the Usos, who are clearly going to roll. I presume so. You've got to presume that's what's going to happen. They've got to make the Royal Tag Team Division stronger, so put one of the best tag teams in the world on that division. Yep. It's, it, yeah, it was the great one of the greatest tag teams of, of the current era. Probably of all time, actually, versus one of the greatest tag teams of all time. But here's the thing. If you put the Usos and, say, Gallows and Anderson back on roll, that automatically strength, even though Gallows and Anderson haven't been on TV in months. Yeah, but Jinder Mahal hasn't been on TV in a long time, and then he was WWE champion. Exactly. So, so just put a good, solid tag team back on roll. At the end of the day, people are only as strong as you book them to be. So you bring whatever tag team, bring Sanity over to Raw, they're not doing anything on SmackDown. Sanity really needs a push when it comes to Sanity needs to get a decent. Have Sanity beat Hawkins and Ryder? Yeah, just destroy them. Because then that's a believable win. And then have the Usos beat Sanity. Um, And then after the match, Mr Sullivan made another appearance he doesn't like the ruthless aggression slash attitude era stuff he's not a big yeah, fan of him is he so um wait to back Shane wait oh. to book your tag champion strong by having them die a painful death I mean one. you don't really need to make the Hardy Boys look strong they're the Hardy Boys it's true <laughs> although have we gone back to 2002 the Hardy Boys are celebrating hey look here's a big monster heel Brock the yeah. first thing I thought when it happened was like, yeah, it's the Lesnar storyline, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Although Lars Sullivan's not quite Brock Lesnar levels of good, but no. he'll get there. He'll get there. He'll get there. He'll, he'll have the Braun Strowman. Big guy gets brought up, not great. Give it a couple of months, absolutely amazing. Yeah, but he's Bring not back the squash matches. He's not going to have the added benefit of taking over an ambulance with the most hated man on the roster in. Shame yeah, shame <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was a good match. It was never not going to be a good match. It's the Hardy first Usos again, two absolute legendary teams in the ring. 
both can control the match, both might gonna have some nice spots in them, a couple of splashes, a couple of swantons. It's what you wanna see, and then Lars comes out and destroys them. Yeah. That's how you get Lars over at the end the of the day. The lesson to be learned here though is do not defend your tag team championships against Matt Hardy in the month of April. Yeah. Yeah, because he's gonna take him on. WrestleMania thirty three, they won the ladder match, WrestleMania uh, just after WrestleMania thirty four. They uh, brought uh, Bray and Matt won the tag titles. 23 as well. Post WrestleMania 23 tag team battle royal. In the battle royal, yeah. Do not defend your tag team titles against Matt Hardy in the month of April. So let that be a lesson for you. Yeah. Corkins and Ryder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're combining every other battle. Fuck. Yeah. When it takes off. Um. Becky Lynch came out and we got unfazed by the attack of Lacey Evans on Raw. And got attacked by Lacey Evans again. And then got attacked by Lacey Evans again. It was just copying. Um, yeah, it was again nothing we wanted to see. And we're officially in Groundhog Day. <laughs> if Becky Lynch was doing really well, why did she come up? She knows how to work the crowd, she knows how to take them properly. It was just. Yeah. Let's set that back for better. Oops, um, and then you had the New Day versus the Bar, the bar and Drew McIntyre. Don't worry, Yeah. Yeah. Got the New Day over. We got more children celebrating. Everything's right in the world. Let's yeah. forget the Kingston got the pin. Happened. Just keeps him looking good. Smackdown was better than Raw. That's just. Well, yeah, it better wasn't than Raw, but it wasn't like, it was worse yeah. than yeah. it's been in like a few months at this point. Yeah. At least it's consistently better than Yeah, like at the end of the day, we didn't. It was like if we weren't expecting it to be. Oh the my Raw god! If the Raw after WrestleMania, if the SmackDown after WrestleMania, it would have been a perfectly serviceable episode of Raw. Yeah. Again, I wouldn't have watched it because it would just be another episode of Raw. But still, yeah, at the end of the day, it didn't deliver for what it was supposed to be, but it was a standard a week of. TV. A solid net out of ten, which is about as best as the basis at this point. So this week, Raw and SmackDown has become the superstar shakeup. Where we'll see the talent move from wherever they want to wherever they want to go because we've been doing it for the past four months, but it's time to put a name on it, more people will tune in. Yep, very true. So I'm gonna put you both on the spot here. I'm gonna go around, we're gonna say one kind of uh Prediction um, and one thing we'd like to see from the superstar shape kind of thing. So, we're going to start you off, Kyle. You're going to tell us what superstar you'd like to go where and what feud you'd like to enter them into. Is this a prediction or a what I want to see? What I want to see, we'll go for. What I want to see is Pete Dunn entering in, enter on Raw in a feud with Finn Balor. Pete Dunn and it's Finn Balor. And honestly, I just need Pete Dunn on the main roster right now. Oh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with that one. Real, real easy when you put me on the spot. The only stuff I've got with that is I'm also, I'm obviously a massive Pete Dunne fan. You're massive Finn, the choir. Massive Finn Balor fan. Don't really want to see them lose at this point. Um, well, no, you just have, you just have Pete give it his all and maybe lose with an excuse. Finn lose with an excuse. Say Pete gets himself DQ because he won't stop going for the fingers, etc., etc. I don't know. Maybe bite him. Maybe he gets DQ for biting him. 
Okay, that kind of goes in mine, so, but I'm going to say yeah for now then. Hey. I'll, see that. I'll go, yeah, yeah. Sam? I am going to say I want the Miz on Raw. Just because I want him to beat Chris Jericho's record. And they're not very fond of Chris Jericho right now. So have him beat his Intercontinental Championship record. That's true. Here's the problem I have with the Miz going up to Raw though. He's literally changed brands every year since the brands left. He started on Raw, went to SmackDown, started on SmackDown, went to Raw, went back to SmackDown, etc. etc. Yes, it's Kevin Owens and Sammy Day. But the Intercontinental Championship is not on SmackDown, and the Miz needs the Intercontinental Okay, so Finn and Joe swap brands. Okay. I want to see him on SmackDown because I want him to finish up with Shane first. I don't think he's putting it. I think there's a bit more to go. I just think the Miz fits better with Raw in general. I do agree to an extent. I think Miz fit on any brand because he's just that good. Alright, well let me just change it. I want the Intercontinental Championship to be on whatever brand the Miz is on. That's a fair like it's a fair change. You could swap Dead Joe over and Fingers and SmackDown. Which I'll be happy with because then all the Bauer Club are on the same brand. Yeah, I'd rather that way. I'd rather Joe go to Raw, uh, Finn go to SmackDown, Carl and uh, stay on SmackDown. And, the, uh, and then you could get New Day versus Bauer Club, yeah. Finn versus Kofi for the tag And if Sammy stay there the as well, you could have just a lot of like, And at the end of the day, Fox apparently wants SmackDown to be the more legitimate like sports oriented brand. So what better than give the work rate title to SmackDown? No. Oh, so so yes my pick me. is Intercontinental Championship on whatever brand Miz is on. Yes from me? Yeah, yes from me. So. Mine it also involves Pete Dunne, um, but mine has another person involved coming over. So mine is the Buddy Murphy who goes to Raw. He spends the night telling everyone that he shouldn't have dropped the title because he is the cruiserweight. Ah. And then Tom <laughs> comes out and he is I am the bruiserweight and then they're big two two big men, two excellent wrestlers who I think could hold a nice little feud of the cruiserweight versus the bruiserweight for a little bit before Pete then starts working with the ranks to eventually take on Seth Rollins. Not a bad shout. I can see that I, the thing is though with Pete Don I kinda don't want to see him on the main roster. No, I don't. Because of what they do to him. I get to see more people. When was the last time they did that to one of Triple H's boys? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, if you're a trip Finn. boy. No, trip Finn wasn't a trip boy. He was, but at the at Finn, but he wasn't. Didn't, they wouldn't have messed him up, but he was injured. And he wasn't that proper. Oh yeah, they gave him the Universal Championship. He wasn't a legit trick boy. You don't forget, like Pete Dunne is a hand-picked trick boy. Yeah. Kevin Owens was a hand-picked trick boy. You look to the UK Championship tournament when he's beaten up Sam Gradwell on the ramp. And then he goes backstage. William Regal's looking like, I hate you, but I can see why you're doing this because this is exactly what I would have done. And Triple H isn't even like, nah, I'm not even mad. Like this is exactly what I would have done. Yeah. I, I also just think that Buddy Murphy is a big lad. I, I mean, a smidge too big to be on two Exactly. Right? So I want him off two five. Yeah. I think he's a he's a really really good wrestler. Pete Dunne is a big lad. He's a really good wrestler, but they're both still hella athletic. 
Yeah. You could have that cruiserweighty kind of master on Raw. Oh yeah. You could have that big spot. You could have Pete just brawling. Brawling. Yeah. But like a high flying brawl. Yeah. A bit like what a bruiserweight would do. I just think it's a great because people obviously do know who Buddy Murphy is right now. People on the who watch the name also obviously seen Buddy Murphy. Especially if you don't watch NXT, even the takeovers, you still know Buddy Murphy from the pay-per-views. Yeah, he was on the main card for the Survivor Series. Like, yeah. Exactly. Um, and I think it's just a great way to have Pete come up. I think it's not going to, if Buddy Murphy lost this feud, it wouldn't be any effective. The only issue I have with Pete coming up is him having said after takeover, like, there's going to be a rematch. That's the only issue I'd have with it, but even then, you can like, get that rematch. You can, you can get like that. that rematch. They've done it before. They've had like Black and Ricochet were on Mania and Takeover. Yeah, yeah. Finn, was, Finn was on the first NXT UK Takeover. The only NXT UK Takeover. Yeah, but you were still down there. Yeah, you had plenty people going down. You can't have guys going back down. And Pete does need a send off from NXT UK at the end of the day. Sasha and Bailey. Sasha got brought to the main roster and went back down for a rematch. So yeah. I think it's just, it'd be a nice little feed to get people aware of who Pete Dunne is and watch him go up. Because to me, I think that Pete Dunne is going to be the first Universal Champion. Or the first WWE, British WWE Champion. English. English WWE Champion. Um, and I think that that's just the time to start getting I know he's been the first British Champion. He's British Island outside of Britain. Well, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, that's my pick. Do you know what I was thinking through? But he hasn't no, really yet. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. He'll be the first yeah, British. I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Also, just quickly, can we see the Undisputed Era coming up and can what brand if yeah. Smackdown, yes. But although I still think Cole should win the NXT title before oh. he goes up, I think it's a Smackdown no. If he comes up to be smacked out, I think he will. I think he will get that championship and he will bring it to the main roster like Kevin Owens did. I'd say he will, I guess. Kind of like. So I'm glad we all, all had different yeah. answers. At least <laughs> so, we're not in an echo chamber. To finish it off today, boys, instead of having a controversial point, because we've had quite a decent week of wrestling, I don't really want to bring it down negativity, I'm just going to throw one more question out to you. Um, and I'm going to give you my answer, and I want to see what you guys think of my answer for it. Okay. Okie dokie. So, for obviously, for over the years, we've had one giant thing face. If you've been the face of the company, you had the Hulk Hogan, you had Austin, you had Cena. Rock, Cena. The next baby face, face of the running baby face, but the face of WWE, my prediction is it's not going to be one person. And I don't think this is why your original prediction of a big E heel turn won't come true. It's because the New Day are going to be the new face of the company. Merch sales, entertainment values, the amount of stuff they do outside of WWE. Yeah, community stuff. I think the New Day is going to be, this is the dawn of a new era coming up because the New Day is going to be the face of this company. I mean, I'd love it. I completely see where you're coming from. It's whether or not I'd like to see it happen. Yeah, from a fan's perspective, that's great. Like we, we will all love it. We all love the new day. Everyone loves the new day. It's a question as to whether they uh, think of, about whether it's big air quotes coming, best for business. I think so. Also, though, Roman Reigns is back. Yeah. Roman is the face of the company. And they've got the. Like, is he the face of the company though? He is. Yeah, they're not. 
they're worried about what will happen if they bring in, had immediately brought him back and been like, oh yeah, you see this Seth and Brock match? We're putting Roman in into trouble for which is I what they would have done like three be, years ago. I think New Day's going to be the one to use it for because they're all so over with the crowd. No one hates the New Day. No, but they no one hates so Reigns anymore. But they do. People still do it. It's like them when they're in liking them because of the whole cancer situation. I think that this is not a someone who's been, New Day's not been forced down our throat. New Day have. When they first came off the scene, over, where yeah. like John Cena when he first came around, they were annoying and no one liked them. They were the heels and no one liked them. And they developed and become the, the faces. And they had Very the true. same thing. You know, Hulk Hogan was, you know, say your prayers and your vitamins. John Cena was, you know, never give up. New Day's is the power of positivity. Yeah, I, I completely see where you're coming from. And it is hard to argue, but... It's the Buddha Ray. Yeah. Roman Reigns is still In an around. ideal world, yeah, put New Day as the face of the company because they are, like, they're incredible. They're money. They're three of the best wrestlers on that goddamn roster. Big E is one of the best powerhouses, and Kofi and Xavier are excellent. They are it's one whether of the like, whether Corporate the agrees with yeah. So, what I'm hearing here is you're both disagreeing with. We'd like it. We'd like it. But you don't need to happen. No. We don't need to happen. So you wanted to end on a positive note. And, and you both put me down. <laughs> just, no, just wrestling, isn't it, boys? <laughs> Heart says yes, brain says no. Okay. Well, I hope you were wrong. <laughs> so do I, you. Yeah, we hope we're both wrong. Well, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. This week is the Superstar Shake-Up. We are going to have some, hopefully, big surprises coming tonight on Raw and tomorrow on SmackDown. Hopefully some great storylines come from it. Can't see it happening personally at the minute, but we'll have to see what happens. And hopefully we'll have some post-shake-up content coming this week. Quite possibly. Yes, we'll try and be getting another podcast out at the end of this week, just as a bit of a summary of what's happened this week and who's gone where and what we'd like to see. You can follow us on Twitter at What Club Wrestling. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash What Club Wrestling. You can without follow... the vowels, without the vowels. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Parker Sucks. You can follow me on Twitter at Chinlock underscore city. And you can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Fenner. Don't forget to give this podcast a share for us, guys, and a like. And if you've got any questions you want to ask us, just send them over on our Twitter page and we'll try and get them onto the next podcast. And I've got one question. What club? Exactly. exactly. See you now. <laughs>